The familiar story from the gospel according to Luke from chapter 2. Listen again to these words. In those days a decree went out from Caesar Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them all, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom God favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard as it had been told them. This is the word of the Lord. It's a good thing that Jesus was born at night in the darkness. Here we are in downtown Richmond, just a couple of nights removed from the longest night and the darkest night of the winter, winter solstice. Here we are in this sacred sanctuary moving into the darkest places of this particular night, celebrating the coming of the Savior of the world. It's a good thing Jesus was born at night in the darkness. This message of good news came first to sheep herders who were on the night watch, the night shift. They were in the dark fields and the text says they were terrified. Nighttime, darkness, fear, Uncertainty, this is when the Savior of the world arrives. And that's a very good thing. Seems that there's lots of darkness in our world right now. Real darkness, intense darkness. Twenty families in Newtown, Connecticut have just buried their first or second grade child who was killed in their school. 
others are grieving there like we can't experience, it's a dark time, a dark night for them, even tonight. So much anxiety and our society seems on the edge. People are afraid. People are pointing fingers. People are yelling at each other. Some are racing to buy guns. Others are saying too many guns already. Then we have the darkness and the gloom looming of this fiscal cliff which remains at a stubborn impasse. And there is continuing darkness in places like Syria which actually gets a shout out in our scripture tonight because that's where Quirinius was from. But Syria is a dark place this night and so is Bethlehem and Gaza and Afghanistan and many other places around the world. Light and hope and peace seem to be far-fetched dreams. It's a good thing that Jesus came at night into the darkness. So often it is in the darkness in our lives that we feel most beaten down. It's in the darkness, maybe in the middle of the night for you or maybe in other times of the day that our worries, our worries take center stage. For much of the day, maybe in our busyness, in our going, in our doing, maybe surrounded and encouraged by others, we live by faith with a bit of confidence and with a bit of courage, or at least we keep up the appearance. But in the darkness of the night or in the dark seasons that come to our lives, Faith often gives way to worry. Despair eats away at our sense of hope. Doubts overtake us. What is it about the darkness and the night? We feel so weak and we feel so vulnerable. We fret about our lives, about our children, about our future, about our world. Tears and fears can become foremost. It's a good thing Jesus came In the night, in the darkness. The shepherds were terrified that night, but the angel spoke the good news, do not be afraid. The wise men were seeking and trying to follow in the night. And they were guided by the star through the night. Jesus was born in a stable and his first cries came out of the shadows when worry take center stage when doubts are most prevalent. In the town of David, a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord, born in the night. And this is also what the prophet Isaiah says, the people who walked in darkness, in darkness, have seen a great light. If we pay attention to the story and the good news of great joy for all the people, we realize that Jesus was born at night into the darkness when fears and worries remained prominent all around. Jesus was born at night 2,000 years ago, and it was a world where children were not safe. It was a world where those in power loved to wield their power. It was a world where evil was real. And people were weary. 
Yet Jesus' birth, Jesus' very birth, signaled to the world that God does not intend to let darkness and worry and heartache hold the day. People may kill, but God is greater than killing and death. People posture and point fingers and use power for selfish purposes, but God's power prevails and God's love prevails. Worry and heartache, fears and uncertainty all come to us in various moments and sometimes for long seasons. But the message of Christmas is that love and light and hope and peace are from God. That's the message. That's the promise. One of the reasons we light so many candles in Advent and in, around Christmas is to remind us that God's light indeed chases away every darkness because we so easily and so often forget it. It's tempting to look at the world today and say that darkness is prevailing. Crazy killers in schools, a polarized political quagmire on almost every issue of debate, violence and unrest, and our own seasons of worry and fear tossing and turning in our personal lives. But darkness doesn't prevail. Jesus was born at night. Jesus was born into the darkness. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light, the prophet says. The light, the hope of God come among us in Jesus Christ, the light of the world. All of us are here tonight in the deep darkness of Christmas Eve, surrounded in this sacred space, Singing and praying and open our hearts to God's Spirit. We're encouraged by community gathered. We're blessed by this story. All of us are here tonight because of some level of faith. That faith may be minuscule. That faith may be merely a passing interest. That faith may be full of more questions than answers. That faith may be a bundle of doubts along with faith. It may be something that's getting stronger or or it may be even strong. But we're here tonight because we believe something about God's light in the darkness and we seek to believe it more. We're also here to take the larger view, the bigger picture. See, because people who live by faith, even a little bit of faith even in the difficult moments and the struggles that we all go through, people who live by faith hear about God's larger perspective and take the longer view. Do we have a willingness tonight to let go of life at some level, especially the worries and the fretting, the sense of loss that we might be carrying, and take the larger view, the longer view, Uh, That's what Mary did when she listened to the angel and who told her that she was pregnant by the Holy Spirit. She took the larger view and she lived into God's plan and purposes for her life. Can we do that? That's what the shepherds did in their fear. Surrounded in the fields by darkness, they sought to live into the angel's message. They went to Bethlehem. 
They went to see this thing that had happened. Can we do that? We're always called to a deeper, deeper level of seeing and trusting. We are. Not because it always makes sense to us. Not because it promises success for us necessarily. But because of the promise that the light shines in the darkness. Love is stronger. God prevails over evil and heartache. That's how we live. We trust God. We keep loving because we know that life is short. We keep striving for kindness and working for peace because this is what God calls us to be about and this is how God envisions the world. We seek on with a better way, the way of justice and joy, the way of Jesus in the world. It's easy, easy, tempting even, to get covered up by the darkness to let fear paralyze us, to get discouraged by our problems, by power, by politics, difficult people. But Jesus was born in the darkness and we're part of a larger perspective. God's light is greater. God's love prevails. God's purposes of love and hope and justice and joy, they win out. We are part of that movement. So as we gather this night, as we come to the Lord's table, as we circle this sanctuary, as we light candles and as we sing Silent Night, we celebrate God's great coming into our midst as Messiah and as Lord. Let us also recommit our lives to living a certain way, trusting God, looking for God's light in our dark moments, trusting God's promises in our tossing, in our turning. Indeed, darkness is real. But Jesus was born in the darkness to bring light and hope. Doubt and heartache may challenge all of us, but God's love and promises always hold us. That means we're to carry the light from this place as we go into the streets, into the places where we find ourselves, where we live and serve, into the world working for God's peace and hope and love and light. Jesus was born in the night into the darkness. Let us receive that light as Christmas people and live it out in God's world bearing light everywhere. May it be so. Alleluia. Amen. Let us pray. God of all time and God of every place, as you came into one specific place at one particular time, into the darkness, be near to us in our time and our place. Come as near to us as our own breath. Come to our hearts. Give us life and light. Amen.